staying out the way and staying out the way no more, what do you do? All hope is lost in so, who do you turn to? Your man say, I'ma stay out the way and I'ma get this money. And I'ma help other people get it too so they can learn something from me. Give them the game for free, motivate them. And somehow, he still got a nigga that hate him. Hey, how he move, hate the love he get. So they take his life not knowing they still ain't gonna get shit. All they gonna do is sit back and watch the love he still get even in his absence. And that's when reality becomes the saddest. Taking his life, but they don't even peep, they taking their own too. Putting his family through the worst pain. Can you imagine if that was you? Can you imagine if that was your child without a dad, your mom without a son? Think twice before you pick up a gun. Think about them consequences. Think about them jail cells. No commissary, no money on your books. Niggas in jail trying to kill you for killing their men. Now you all shook. Got somebody telling you when to eat, when to shower, when to talk on the phone. Then it hits you like, damn, I ain't ever going home. Hey, mothers. I know that I haven't talked to y'all in like the last three weeks or so. But these last couple of weeks have been rough. Like they've been so rough. And I was working I was working on my outline a minute ago, like two weeks ago maybe. Directly after the last time I recorded, I was working on the outline and it just was like so much going on in my world, in my life, that I just couldn't really like mentally like tap in, focus the way that I needed to. And then an unexpected death happened in my family. And that is what this episode will be about. So, I'm sorry, I keep hearing static. Like, it's like on and off, but it's annoying me. But anyway, um, Monday... Monday, so a week ago today, I was at work and I was, I was actually working (laughs) this time. And I say actually, because it's always like a lot of downtime at my job where it's not really much to do. Like it don't really be much to do if you're not like helping customers or whatever, if they come, but I had just called the customer to my window and I was helping them. And I got a phone call um, from my cousin. So I answered and she's like, I could hear that she's crying. So I'm like, you know, like, hello, like, and she like, she just told me that my other cousin had um, got killed. And she was like, yeah, they killed Dyer. And I'm like, I just immediately like spaced out. And I'm like, I knew what she had said, but I'm like, what the, what? And I'm trying to help this customer and I can't even pay attention to what the fuck you talking about. Nothing. But I knew that I had to get him out my face, like in order to like focus, like talking to my cousin or whatever like that. So I'm like, I'm going to call you back as soon as I'm done helping this customer. Like, I was like 0.5 seconds from telling him he had to go back in line and wait for somebody else to call him. So he wound up not even, he wound up having to like leave to go get cash or whatever the case may be. So I didn't help him. But I step off from the window and I go call her back. And, you know, she's crying and she's like, I'm like, you said Zaire? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, 
like my stomach just like completely like dropped. Zaire was my little cousin. And when we were growing up, he was always like my favorite boy cousin. Like he was like the flyest like young boy. Like everybody knows this. Like his mom and his dad always kept him like so fly. And he was always my favorite little cousin. Like every time he came over like for holidays and stuff like that when we came together as a family. Me and him would always, like, take pictures together and shit like that. And if you follow me on Instagram, then you've seen uh, some of the pictures. I haven't, like, posted all of them. But you've seen some of them. And so, when she told me this, I just was, like, completely, like, spaced out. So, I called my mom, and my mom was already at my other cousin's house, which is Zaire's aunt, Toya. All my family was at Toya's house. And so, I'm, like okay, I got to leave work. Like, I'm not staying here. So, I called... What's that I called? I called Kay's dad, and I'm crying to him, and he's like, do you need me to leave work? And I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, I'm just going to, you know, leave work and go to my cousin's house. So, I go immediately to my supervisor, and I'm, like, crying. Like, tears falling, like, legit crying. And I'm like, yeah, I need to leave work. And she's like, what's going on? So I tell her, like, I just had a death in the family, whatever. So she's hugging me, but she's also asking me, like, who was it? And it's like, now that I'm like, I've been, like, dwelling back on the whole situation, like, after the fact. And it's like, it don't fucking matter who it was. Like, if I told you that I had a death in the family and you see me, like, hysterically crying in your face, then it's like, don't ask me no other questions. Just tell me that I can leave and, you know, we'll handle the situation later. So, she's like, okay, you can leave. She's like, but, yeah, there was a but. She's like, but, remember, we have to be here early on Friday. Now, Friday, Friday passed already, but, you know, like I said, this was Monday. Friday was the day that we were launching a new system at work. And I don't know if I told y'all on here already or not, but the new system was only being tested this whole entire summer by me and another one of my coworkers, for real, for real. So me and my other coworker was the only ones, we were the only ones that knew the system. So that's why she was reminding me of Friday, but it's like, don't remind me, like, why are you reminding me of this right now? Like, irritating me, but I'm like, okay, whatever. So I leave work, go to my cousin's house, everybody's there, you know, everybody's coming, we're all meeting up, and... So I was there all day. Like I don't I forget what time I got there, but I got there. I got I left work at like eleven, so I probably got there like twelve thirty ish, one o'clock or something like that. And I was there all day till like seven thirty, eight o'clock. And so I couldn't decide like if I wanted to go to work or not because it's like I'm I was just trying to like process everything and just trying to like, you know, like allow myself to feel because I don't handle, like, death well, especially when it's, like, somebody close to me. And although, like, I had uh, tweeted this, it's, like, my cousins and I, we were always, like, brought up and we were, like, raised, like, siblings. And that was always important to me because I am an only child. So being around my my cousins consistently, like, constantly as kids growing up, being raised as, like, brothers and sisters, that was important to me. And as we got older, we all branched off. We all did our own things. We all went our own ways, um, you know, 
and chose different paths or whatever. And so Zaire and I hadn't seen each other in years, but the love between any of my cousins and I, like it never changed. Like it never, ever changed. Like if I would post something on Instagram, he would comment like, I love you like hearts. And I would, you know, write to him. I love you. Like if he posted something and stuff like that, like the love never once changed, no matter the distance that it was between us. So I'm was, you know, I was indecisive. Like, do I want to go to work or not? Whatever. And I knew that deep down inside, I didn't want to go to work, but I, also didn't want my job to be like on weird shit and I also knew that I was going to have to like take off for the funeral so I'm like okay well when I woke up the next day I'm like fuck it I'm just gonna go to work but immediately when I got into work I just was like I shouldn't have came here like I just my emotions like immediately hit me once I got to work and it just was like a completely like overwhelming feeling and so like I said I had left Yes, the day before that, my supervisors, both of them, they had saw me, like, crying, hugged me, and all that stuff. When I got there, it was just like, oh, hey, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. Just like that, like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm all right. And they just like, okay, well, like, just carrying on about the workday. And it's like, I don't know, like, if I'm looking at it from, like, how I would have handled it if I was, like, a supervisor or boss or whatever. Like, if I seen that one of my employees had a death in the family and they left work crying and then they decided to come to work the next day, I'm going to make sure that he or she is okay throughout the whole course of that day and it wasn't that so it just was like to me like these jobs just like they really don't give a fuck and I'm going to like continue to explain why I feel that way so I'm in constant communication with my cousins now at this point to you know find out when the funeral is and you know make sure everybody's okay whatever and um, my cousin tells me that the funeral the janazah, because he was a Muslim, his janazah was going to be on Friday. Now, let me remind y'all, I told y'all Friday was the date that this new system launched. And the the next day when I had went back to work, like, at the end of the day, my supervisor, like, she asked me again, like, oh, you okay? Like, then she immediately goes into, like, are you ready for Friday? And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Like, <laughs> what's really the problem? Like, why do you, like, I just, the, like, the amount of people, and I, I wasn't even going to, like, touch on this yet, but it's just, like, all flowing together. The amount of people that I had asking, because at first, <clears throat> excuse me, like, when it initially happened, like, when I first got the call, I didn't, like, post stuff on Instagram right away because I didn't want people to just be doing what the fuck they ultimately did. And so when I did decide to post stuff on Instagram, like, I just... Initially, I posted a picture of him and I. It was the last picture that we took together. And I said, I love you. And immediately, people was like, oh, my God, is that Zah? Like, what happened? And it's like, I'm going to give some advice to people who may not know this because I feel like it should have been common sense. If you see that someone has lost someone, do not ask them what happened to that person. Like, that is the most insensitive, inconsiderate thing that you can do. I don't care how much I want, how bad I want to know what happened to somebody. Like, if I see somebody else posting them, I'm never asking what happened. Like, you don't do shit like that. You don't ask shit like that. Especially before you send your fucking condolences. I had so many people like, 
what happened before they even just sorry for your loss oh my god i i didn't know i'm so sorry and it's like if you don't know what happened to the person then obviously it's not meant for you to know and it just like kept happening constantly and i was so freaking frustrated i was so annoyed because it's like here i am like you clearly see that I lost somebody in my family. You clearly see that I was close to that person. And you, the first thing out your mouth is what happened. Like, we as a people are too newsy. Some of us for our own good because it's like certain shit you should not do. And going back to people being insensitive, the next day after I go back to work, my supervisor's like, are you ready for Friday? And it's like, bitch, no, I'm not ready for Friday. And this was before I even knew about the this was even this was before i even knew about the janazza being on friday so i found out the next day that the janazza is on friday which was wednesday at this point and so i go to my supervisor and i tell her like yeah uh my cousin's funeral was on friday so she guessed she gasped like <gasps> so she's like was he sick and i'm like no and again with the insensitivity it's like why does that matter like why does that matter? All you should be telling me is that, okay, take the day off. And I didn't even know this, but Kay's dad was like, I don't like that your job didn't give you time to grieve. Like, where's your handbook? So he looked through my job handbook and pulled up the funeral page. And you get, if it's like somebody in your quote unquote immediate family, I hate that jobs do this because it's like, you can't deem who's immediate to me. You can't deem who's important to me. But if it's like your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your grandma, then you get four days paid paid leave. But if it's somebody else, like any other person in your family, then you get one day paid leave. My supervisor did not tell me that. So when I went to her and told her that the funeral was on Friday, um, she was like, okay, well, we're figuring something out. And it's like, the only thing I'm figuring out is that I'm not going to be here. And I honestly did feel bad because I'm like, damn, I was one of the only people testing this, this new system this summer but it's like at the end of the day my family come first and when i come back to this job on tuesday the system will be here still you know still available for, for me to figure out what needs to be figured out and so thursday she calls me to her desk and she's like did you decide what you're gonna do and i'm like yeah i'm not gonna be here and she's like okay so i'm like yeah how does that work with me getting paid and she's like oh you get a paid day off of bereavement but um we ho will have to put it in as vacation and then once you bring the proof then they'll change it over to bereavement and it's like the fact that you have to bring proof is just like ridiculous and i know that some people be lying and shit but it's like i don't know like these jobs these big jobs these corporations they really don't be giving a fuck about their employees in my honest opinion and I just don't like the way that shit is handled. I don't like these rules that has been implemented in cases like this. And it's just like, it's bullshit. Like, Kay's dad, he works for a smaller company. And he left work early on Monday and came to my family's house. And then when he explained to his job that he had a funeral to go to, they was like, okay, sure, no problem. Like, they didn't give him no problem, no nothing. And he also had to leave work early to pick my, to pick our son up, to pick Kate up um, that Thursday, I believe. And he was like, you know, I'm sorry for 
any inconveniences this week has just been rough. And they was like, don't ever apologize for that. Like, it's okay. Like, you know, it's fine. And it's like, my job would have put me through hell just to, you know, like have to pick my son up or go to a freaking funeral. And it's like so ridiculous. And the Janazah was Friday. And I just, so we went to the actual prayer at the masjid and then we all went to the burial at the cemetery. And I know that women are normally like not allowed to be at the cemetery when, you know, when the body is getting buried or whatever. I know that only the men are normally allowed to go. Like they don't let the woman do like the quote unquote dirty work and stuff like that or just even see it because, you know, his body was actually taken out of the, it wasn't a casket, but the box that he, that he was placed in to be put into the dirt and for the men to like, you know, cover him. And we, as all of the women were standing back and we were watching and that was by far some of the toughest shit I ever had to see. Because you're literally like watching them put him in the dirt, like in the ground, like, and it was emotional as fuck. It was tough to watch his mom breaking down, like just seeing his dad just, watching because his dad is paralyzed so he wasn't able to like you know assist with putting his body in the ground carrying him putting the dirt on him and stuff like that and just his girlfriend like the mother of his children because he has two children and my first time ever like meeting his children was friday and that was tough too because it's like damn me and Zai and all of my cousins we all grew up so close and to just be like meeting his children be on this unfortunate like circumstance was tough and they both look just like him like just like him and i found out that i'm sorry this fucking static is irking me okay I found out that his son's birthday is the beginning of october and my other cousin that i met for the first time as well well, I met his son for the first time on Friday. His birthday is in the beginning of October as well. And Kay's birthday is at the end of October. And it's like we all had children around the same time. And, you know, their birthdays are the same month. And it's like we turned up at the repast for Za. And, you know, it felt good to be around my family. But I just really missed, like, the days that we were close as fuck, like, excuse me, coming together for holidays or just because my mom wanted to make a, my mom used to do this thing where she used to cook like a big family breakfast and she would invite everybody over to her house and everybody would come over for breakfast and just be eating, chilling, talking like just my family coming together for cookouts, holidays, whatever it was. Like I missed that. I miss my family being close. And on Monday when we were all at Toya's house, I'm like, we have to stop like only coming together under these circumstances. Like, we as a family are better than this. We are closer than this. And it's like when it's time for us to show up for one another, we do that shit. But it's like we could we could come together for other reasons other than like unfortunate like circumstances or tragedies. And 
when we were at the repast, I had met Zaz's aunt, his mom's sister. And out of, you know, all the years of me growing up, I had never met her before. I knew, we knew of one another, but we had never met one another. But she walked up to me and she was like, oh my God, so nice to finally meet you. She said, Zaire used to always rave about you. Like he used to always say that you was his heart. Oh, he used to talk about you so much. And it made me tear up. I'm like, oh, my God, please don't make me cry. I'm like, you're about to make me cry. She like, oh, no, I don't want to make you cry. She was like, but he really just used to always rave about you. He used to always talk about you. It's like he was his heart. And that put me at ease. Like, it made me happy to know that, you know, like I said, like, no matter the distance, we always still felt the same way about each other. We always cared about each other. Like, no matter what, like, that was my little cousin. Like, and nobody could tell me nothing about Zaire. And even his girlfriend, she was, um... Talking to talking about Shay, she said, "Oh my God, I loved her. Like all he did was show me her, her pictures and talk about her. And she knew Shay from going viral on Instagram. But it's like that just made me feel good as well because it's like no matter what, Zaire knew that we was family, we was cousins, and we was locked in. Like no matter the time, no matter the distance, and it was the same thing for all of my cousins that I hadn't seen in years that I seen at the repass that I seen at the Janessa. The love never once changed and never left, and is always going to be that with us. After after the Janessa, after the repast, um, Janae, I think, yeah, Janae started this family group chat with everybody, and my family is big. So it was, she started like five group chats trying to make sure everybody was in there. But, you know, we've been like talking and like trying to plan stuff, and it's like, that felt good. Like, that's what I miss. Like, just being able to be close with my family and like, you know, have that type of, try to build that type of bond that we had when we were kids. And I just like, losing Zah made me like, it just was one of them instances where you realize like how short life is because I was only 26. And at 26, I didn't know shit. Like, I didn't have life figured out at all. I still don't have life figured out, but I damn sure ain't have it figured out at 26. And the fact that he has two children that will never get to know him again, they will never be able to have that father-son, father-daughter bond, it's like, it's so unfair. And I always see, like, I know a lot of moms who have lost their their children's fathers took gun violence. I know uh I know women who have lost their lives to gun violence and, you know, have left children behind as well. And just being around like his kids and, and seeing it so close, like just realizing that they won't know their dad ever again is like us it's just like it's so unfair. And I couldn't imagine like losing the father of my children, the fathers of my children, and having to raise my kids without their dads being present. Like, I just couldn't, like, I don't know, like, how I would just, like, move forward, like, just having to explain it to my kids, like, just continuing life without their dads or just, like, you know, answering questions that they may have as they grow older, Shay is already older, so I can just imagine how, like, tough that would be for her. But 
Kate just like answering questions that he may have if like something like that was to have happened. That takes a different that takes a different type of strength. And I commend like all of the moms out there, all of the dads out there who are going through this, like who have to experience you know who had to experience this type of tragedy, who have to live life like this. You guys are strong and you know, holding your shit together for your kids is like the most important thing. And from the from the outside looking in, like what I see, who the people that I know, and I eventually want to interview um, someone about this like topic about like raising a kid alone after like losing the other parent to like gun violence or just losing the other parent. Period. Like just you know the whole journey and struggle. Like I just want to you know talk to somebody who has who is going through that but I just want y'all to know that you are definitely strong and I definitely tip my head to you the whole week like even so now like I have like this empty feeling in the pit of my stomach because I just wish that I just wish that I was able to like see Zai like one more time like I wish that he was there I know that the repast was for him, but it was like he was the only person that was missing. Like, when we taking pictures, it's like me and all my cousins, we older now, and we looking at pictures from when we was younger, and it's like he's the only one that's not there. And so I just wish that I was able to, you know, like, talk to him again, like, one more time. I send... My love, my prayers, all that to all of my family. Because I know that grief is not like a, it's not just like, grief is, is no like right or wrong way to grieve. Grief, like grieve. Everybody grieves differently. And so I'm just like wrapping my arms around my cousins, around his mom, around his dad, around his brothers and his sisters and his children and his girlfriend like because this is when like this is when the real work starts like after you know someone passes and then after the funeral and after the repast it's like okay now this is like real life reality like life has to still go on without this person being here every day and so this is when the real test comes like this is when the real shit really matters. Like, and I appreciate all of my friends who were like there for me. Like, I appreciate all of the condolences I got. I appreciate, um, I appreciate, I just appreciate like all of it. Like one of my friends, she sent me like lunch money one day and she was like, I know this won't make you feel better, but lunch is on me. Like, at least you won't be hungry. And like, I really appreciated that. And another one of my friends, she sent me, Another one of my friends sent me flowers and it's like, this is the time where people, this whole incident like just made me realize a lot of shit. It just made me see a lot of shit differently. And this is the time where you see who really, who is really there for you. You see what really matters. You see who really matters and you see what counts. Like I appreciate my friends who constantly checked on me rather because it's just, like, I didn't really have, like, too much to say. Like, it just was, like, 
and my friends knew that and I appreciate my friends for respecting that and understanding that it's like sometimes like in situations like this it's like you don't know what to say but you just want to say something like and I woke up like on Friday I woke up to two texts from my cousin and my one of my girlfriends I woke up to two texts from them and then like throughout the course of the day another one of my girlfriends texted me like it just was like constant like you know that type of stuff like Kay's dad was constantly checking on me he was there for me like from the jump and I that's like that's the shit that I appreciate and so that's the type of people that you need in your corner like when when tragedy happens and I'm looking at my outline and I had topics written down that I was thinking about doing and I straight scribbled them out like once this happened because I just wanted this episode to strictly be about Za. Like strictly be for Za, about Za, about family, about the importance of family, about the importance of everybody coming together, not only for like unfortunate circumstances, not only for tragedies. And outside like this week alone like outside of like Zaz's passing has been rough it has been so rough and I'm not even going to get into the details of all of it but it's just rough like it's just so much shit going on and I just want to send like also prayers to my cousin Booby. he's sick in the hospital too and I want to send prayers to him I went to see him yesterday and it's just like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just one thing after another. And again, you know, all of my family is there for him as well. And I'm just asking all of y'all that listen, that that are listening, to send a prayer to my family. Like, send prayers up for that. Um, Send prayers to my family. We need it. We appreciate it. And I appreciate y'all for listening. And until next time, I'm out.